let's get an update on what's going on with the Willimantic Whitewater Partnership and the Willimantic Whitewater Park. I'm joined this morning by Barbara McGrath to update that because there is some new information, including some money the town received from the state. Barbara, good morning. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Itching to get back out on maybe a canoe or kayak? You know, <clears throat> it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but I'm not the greatest person on the water. I got involved with the Whitewater Park, I'm afraid it was almost 25 years ago, um, because I view it as a real magnet for economic development for the town. We have this amazing river running right through the middle of the city, so it should be, and it has capacity to be a whitewater venue, although that's the really, really, really long-term dream. But we, when we acquired the park, it was the, it's basically one of the only accessible sections of ac river access um, because of the railroad tracks all the way between Bridge Street and the, the Frog Bridge. Um, and so we've, we've had it, we've cleaned it up, we put, we got money from the state and from the feds to make sure that it's all remediated. And now we have this park and we were able to get, the town was able for us to get $500,000 to improve the park. And we are now working with Bargain, Barton and Logadice. I'm apologizing that B and G, I mean B and L, I am very bad at your last name, but um, consultants who are helping us to do some engineering, some landscape architecture, and really planning on what the park could look like. And they have gotten us to a point where they have a map online and they want, it says right on it, tell us what you think. And I think one of the reasons why the Whitewater Board has been kind of quiet for the last six to nine months is because we've been waiting for this. We didn't want to start doing anything big until we knew what the plan is going to look like. And then we can go whole hog in to try to help make sure the plan really works. Um, several of us were on Main Street on Saturday for the, um, for the Chocolate Fest, and I was really impressed with, the, with lots of different ideas. And people were from all over, Feeding Hills, Massachusetts, Suffield. They said, oh, well, I've never been here before, and thank you for sending us over to look at the w overlook. And so they beautiful. came here because of chocolate? They came here from for chocolate. From Feeding Hills, Massachusetts? Yes. I, I, well, I, you know, I, I, did, <laughs> I did actually say, what are you doing here? <laughs> Because when he told me that he didn't know where the park was because he was from Feeding Hills, Massachusetts, I, I had to, I automatically by mistake said, well, why are you here? And it was the Chocolate Fest. So um, all great, the Chocolate Fest is really a marvelous event to attract people. And what we're trying to do is to make the Whitewater Park a marvelous thing to attract people also. So if you look, if, if you go on this website, which... We will have posted on our Willamantic Whitewater Facebook page, and you have promised to put it on the island. I haven't done it yet, but you it's will. going to be on the morning show guest listing page, okay. which lists this show, which after 8 o'clock this morning will move to past guest. Okay. You'll, you'll be a has-been by that That's time, okay. Barbara. I'm but used to that. on that link, it'll say the website you're about to talk about. And by the way, Feeding Hills Mass is near Agawam, just north of the Connecticut border. I just right, looked but it it's there. still... Yeah not Columbia. I mean, it's, right. it's not nearby, necessarily. Back up the truck. $500,000. That's not chump change. That's a half a million dollars. Where did this money come from? That's a very good question. Um, 
and we have, I believe, our state representative to thank, and I'm not 100% sure um, where she found it from, but we're working with the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, DEEP, and they're the ones who are overseeing the contract, and the money is going to the town. It's not coming to Willimantic Whitewater, so the town is working closely with us to make sure that this, because of course the town should be interested, this is right in the heart of the city, it's right, you can see main, the, the uh, town hall from the riverside, that's the greatest part, you're standing there overlooking our, our breached dam and the water is gushing and the, and the beautiful birds are flying overhead and you feel like you're in the middle of nature and then you turn around and there's town hall right behind you, it's really I just it's pretty amazing to me. I've been there and seen herons and egrets flying yes, over. Yes, exactly. And this is all economic development, like you indicated earlier. If they'll come from Feeding Hills Mass to get a chocolate, they'll come from Feeding Hills Mass to drop their, their kayak in the water. Right, yeah. exactly. And there were so that is one of the things that we would like to hear from the public. How many of you view the park as really important for river access? How many of you are looking at it from the perspective of a great place to have a picnic lunch? Um, and how many of you just like this sense of driving by? How many people go there every week for the farmer's market in the summertime? Um, and what other kinds of activities? We have Part of the um, most recent, which was several years ago, um, uh, remediation redesign, so to speak, had to do with, it has created sort of a natural amphitheater that faces the water. And I'm really excited about the possibility of utilizing that really as an amphitheater. But I'm not, the, I can't make it an amphitheater by myself because I'm not going to be the only person out there doing things. But is that something that other people would like to see as a use? There's a section in the middle that's called park programming. And it's just a sort of in the middle. And it's very, for lack of a better term, vague, but I would say broad and open. I'd love to hear what people imagine they would like to be doing in the park. Are they planning on having picnics? Are they planning on holding musical events? Are they planning on um, just having weddings there? I, I mean, whatever anybody wants, what we need to know. We're talking about a, a parking area, a more specific parking area than what's there now. I sometimes get a little upset when I drive by and see that people are parked right next to the stones right near the water because that's not necessarily part of the parking area but then we don't ha have any signs that say please don't drive there so and it's a pub we make it a public park even though it's still owned by the Whitewater Partnership. Well, Barbara let me take a step back too and just say that there are people who like you aren't big into the paddle sports but they would utilize this as a park, a yes. place to go, a place to enjoy nature, a place to enjoy Willimantic. And that's, I think, what some of this is about. You don't need to be a canoer or a kayaker to appreciate what this might become. One of the most important elements at this time for what this can be and already is to some degree is a hub for the Airline Trail and the Hop River Trail. Um, we would love to have people feel that they can stop here, maybe plug their phones in. We have to add into the current plan that there's, um, you know, a solar charger, maybe water bottles, maybe restrooms, maybe even I, I've suggested maybe we could have, you know, bike locks. People say, 
we're not going to leave our bikes there. But whatever. While they go to Main Street to to find a nice place to eat before they ride home or whatever. Um, but that that op- a lot of people that we did t- talk to on Saturday did talk about the trails and how it would be nice to know that here's a, a good place to park and to a jumping off point in either direction um, and 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 have it be both a natural opportunity. Now, I know you're a big trails guy, Wayne, so how would you like, I mean, I you may not need a because you're not coming from Feeding Hills, Massachusetts. <laughs> but if you knew that you were coming from far away and this would be the hub, right now we have the old gas station building. One interesting question is, do we upgrade that existing building? And f- to what end? Or do we build a new building to what end? What are you going to do with it? What's going to be inside? I don't know. That's what we're asking people. Is this where... Uh, I mean, I know that... Um, the town is talking about building uh, restrooms at the um, Shabu stage area or for the Shabu area. Um, uh, there was a great thing on the radio, on sorry, on National Public Radio. The, I do listen to more than one radio station. You're sometimes. allowed to do that. <laughs> um, so do um, I, by the way. <laughs> good, okay. Um, because we're in Tokyo, they have all these little... Um, they had an architecture competition for people to design individual public bathrooms all around Tokyo. And then Vim Vendors has made a movie called The Toilet Cleaner, and he's a guy who goes around and takes care of all the public toilets. But it's a, um, the concept of the thinking positively about a public restroom as opposed to making all the negative assumptions about how they'll be trashed and how they're, they're too expensive or whatever, whatever. And I think that would... That could add a lot to this location if we could figure out a thoughtful way of including restrooms. Um, And I don't know what else we might need there. That's part of what we're looking to hear from other people. Um, We've been working with the Garden Club of Wyndham to make sure that we have a pollinator garden and to be thoughtful about which trees we keep and which trees we take down. There certainly is a lot of invasive stuff there's also um, some important, you know, local and natural growth that we want to take care of. So there's a lot of different perspectives, and we can't possibly meet everybody's expectations, but we certainly don't want to ignore anybody's ideas. And, and I don't want to get to the point where we've spent $500,000 and someone said, why didn't you do X? I said, oh, my God, we never thought of that. How come you didn't tell us? So... For example, I know this is silly, and I I don't mean anything negative, but if you look through the whole thing, there's no picnic tables anywhere. And not the picnic tables are critical, but in some ways, especially because we have a, in the parking, and this, again, this is a complete and utter draft to be picked apart and rebuilt or whatever, the the map that's on the website for people to look at. But if we're going to have a location in the parking lot, for food trucks, it would kind of make sense that maybe we'd have a couple of tables for people to sit at if they're eating from the food trucks. What would be the effect on the farmer's market? Because that's down in that neck of the woods too, isn't well, it? Well, part of the, right now, the farmer's market is actually listed as one of the park programming areas. And there's a, we want to ensure proper proposed park improvements allow for the continued support of the farmer's market. So that's part of the planning already. If there are other people who want to, like, 
we were hoping that the ACT um, uh, Academy might want to, we've seen, I guess, I haven't seen them, but I think there have been student activities down there. Is there some way we could uh, build something or make it more attractive for them to use it? Um, I don't think this is necessarily at the top of the food chain with the $500,000, but just coming up with ideas, which is what you're looking for. And by the way, you saw me fiddling with the computer here while you were talking earlier. I've now put those links, two of them, Thank on you. our website, on the morning show guest page. Till 8 o'clock, it'll be right there on our homepage. And after that, go to the past guest page. That'll be there, but it's on your Facebook page, too. You're looking for people to suggest ideas. That's Correct. the bottom line. Exactly. So just out of the blue, I'm thinking that I've seen egrets and herons flying by there. They like the water. They fished out of that water. Might be hard to do the fishing in the whitewater portion of it, but nonetheless, maybe a little bit of a guide on what you're looking at and pictures of what a, some people don't know the difference between a heron and an egret. So you put pictures of them on there with a little bit of a- uh, Explanation, right. Yeah, and, and put that, so at one of the spots where you can see them. It's interesting um, that you say that because um, one of the things that we talked about on Saturday with, um, with several people, including Bev York, is well, there needs to be art on the site somehow. How can we reflect the art here? Like we have right in back of our building exactly. here, the public art on Riverside Drive. Exactly. Yeah. So, and th because this town is all about public art, much more so than a lot of other places I've been. If you look at the uh, the, the map right now, there's an orange, uh, basically a tr trail that goes all the that goes around the perimeter of the park. And some people have said, well, that's kind of dumb because it's not very long, and why would anybody want to just go around the park? And I said, well, A, some of us don't want to go long down a long trail. Maybe we just want to wander around and get our steps in. <clears throat> I got my little, you know, my stupid watch that tells me how many steps I've taken. Um, but also that would be an opportunity for those sorts of either art or educational um, where are the egrets, or here's the pollinator garden, or any of those, so that we have both the educational, the sort of environmental, opening people's eyes just a little bit to what they have right in downtown Willimantic, as well as and acknowledging some of the art history that there used to be a mill here. What's the historic portion of the site, and what was there, and what happened to it? Because there's still some elements of it that you can see basically sort of from the river. So there's a lot of, that's exactly the sort of thing. And to be honest, I know that we have 500,000. My view is that we need to collect as many ideas as we can, because if they cost more than 500,000, then part of our job as the Willimantic Whitewater Partnership is going to be to find the money to do the next phase and the next phase. Clearly, we don't want to come up with, unfortunately, people asked, have asked me, what happened to those great ideas that we had um, pre-pandemic of, you know, this mar marvelous big art installation that would also be part of a park? And unfortunately, those cost over $3 million, and that was just totally unrealistic. But if we can think of phases and how we could continue to grow the park and, and make it work for everybody in this region, not just in the city of Willimantic, but throughout the region, I think it could become really up the, the heart or one of the hearts of this town, right? And I say that knowing that we are two days away from Valentine's Day. And one last question, Barbara, the $500,000 you've got now, is there a target date when that will be allocated, spent, and the project completed for this portion? 
I have not been one of the people who's been negotiating with, um, I mean, or talking with the contractors about the timeline, but it's my understanding that we're going to be focusing more on the design during this year, and then we'll probably be finished next year. That's about as much as I know. Um, so we're, there's, I have some anxiety about making sure we get the ideas in as quickly as possible. So I, we asked, I had asked Peter to wait for us to come online, Peter come Le- and talk Peter to Leeds, Peter Leeds, who's president. the current president of the Will Manic White Water Partnership and a driving force here as well, um, to make sure that we actually had this up so that we could say, okay, people, listen to my voice, go on the website, please tell us what you think. It'll be on the website of the Willimantic Whitewater Partnership, the Facebook page, and it's also on our website on the Morning Show guest page, which just moments ago flipped over to the past <laughs> guest segment. So, Barbara, you're a has-been now. I know, but, I know. But thank you for the good information, a good update on the Willimantic Whitewater Park with Barbara McGrath from the WWP on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.